welcome to the C3 Camden podcast. For more information about our church, please visit www.c3camden.church. We are so thrilled that you're listening today and we hope you enjoy the message. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was great. Edwina, really, really good. Hey, how great were the worship team today? So good. Beautiful job. You guys can sit down. And um, Shelly and John, your voices were beautiful today. They really were, weren't they? They were kind of angelic, I think. And yours, Steph, is always beautiful. And Jason, you were awesome as well. And I just looked up here and I thought, I'm so thankful to God because these four people up here on this stage, they haven't been in our church a long, long time. And... You know, sometimes we think, oh, you know, what are we going to do? We haven't got a very big team or this or that. And then it's just awesome when you're in a moment and you can go, thank you, Lord. You knew what you were doing. You had it all worked out. And I just am appreciative of these people who responded to his prompting and who, uh, as so many others of you who are doing all sorts of other things, not always up the front, that respond to his prompting. So uh, I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures and then we're going to hear from a few people and then we are going to have communion together and we're going to sing together before we finish. So I did want to let you know that if you weren't here last week, these were handed out, these bookmarks, and you can grab them at the end of the service. We'll have them somewhere. But um, they let you know what our themes are for this year. And I kind of think we probably always had themes, but we probably just had it in our own heads and told you, oh, hey, we're in this theme at the moment. But now we're, we're kind of thinking, let's have the themes pre, not just pre kind of arranged, but let's have them printed on, on something so you guys know this year what our themes will be. And then also have a Bible reading uh, plan to go with the theme. So this is a, the Bible reading plan for the, the moment, which takes us up to like the end of the month or something. And uh, so our theme at the moment is devoted. And so this is our Bible reading plan. And we just reckon it would be really great. You might already have Bible reading plans, lots of us do. But it'd be really great for us to be kind of on the same page with our Bible reading and our themes in church. And so that's what's behind that Bible reading plan. It will um, kind of dovetail in with the themes that we're talking about in church. So we're in, uh, at the moment, we're in this devoted theme. And uh, so let's look at the scripture together in Acts 2, 42 to 47, uh, which is the verse that um, this theme really comes from. So it says from verse 42, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of them and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and they shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved." So this is the very early church. This is the exciting days. You know, revival was happening. The Holy Spirit had come and and there was uh, miracles and signs and wonders. And, you know, the previous uh, section of Scripture, before it gets to this part about the believers in community, it talks about 
the people were being baptised and they were being added to the church and it says about 3,000. It was incredible days and I love that it goes from talking about the big thing, you know, the big numbers and the big, the big stuff, the big, you know, signs and wonders and miracles and really cool things to then going, and this is what the believers did. This is how they formed community. This is, how, this is what it looked like. It looked like devotion. It looked like devoting themselves to these things, teaching, fellowship, sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and prayer. And then, it's, and then as, it, as it goes on to say, all came over them and miraculous signs. They met together in church. They met in homes. They shared things. These are a group of people that probably prior to, to uh, this revival you know, season, when the Holy Spirit came and the early church was being birthed, probably prior to that, many of them would not have been people that would have come together as a community. Many of them would have been people from all different you know, from diverse backgrounds, different walks of life, who might not have, probably wouldn't have chosen many of them to come together. There would have been old people and younger people and there would have been uh, different ethnicities. There would have been all sorts of different people from different socioeconomic backgrounds, people who were sick, people who were well, people who were uh, from all different backgrounds, people who were alone, people who were from families, people um, as, as diverse as you can imagine. But they came together and there was this sense of devotion. And so this devoted series uh, sort of is, is about um, this idea of um, devotion uh, to, to one another. And uh, so then I'm just going to read one more scripture, and which is one of the scriptures uh, that is in our reading plan. It's Hebrews, well, Hebrews 10 is in the plan. And I'm reading Hebrews 10, uh, 20, verse 23. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we affirm, to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Again, another part of scripture, you know, it's so great that the reference here is holding tightly without wavering to hope, which is a really uh, great thing. It's, it's, it's like, let us, it's like, let us do this, you know, okay, let's do this together. Let's hold tightly. We've talked about this kind of, uh, this idea before, us, God will hold, hold on to us, but let us hold, let us reach out and hold without wavering to hope. And I think we need that in these times. We need to hold tightly without wavering to hope. And it's God can be trusted so it's like in that part, you know, thinking that God can be trusted and let's reach out, let's work with him, let's partner with him. We've talked about that kind of stuff. But I love that the next verse then says, okay, that, that, that's, that's about what we can do and what God can do. But then let's think of others. Let's think of one another. Let's think of, of, uh, of the body of Christ. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. So he's saying, you know, let's, let us, let's think about ways. Let's kind of brainstorm this. Let's think about how we can motivate each other, what we can do, what that might look like to motivate each other to action that looks like love and goodness, good works. And then, you know, he says again down the end of that, don't, uh, let's encourage one another. 
let's be encouraging, especially now in these times. And uh, I thought that was a great verse and, and really uh, fits with where my heart certainly is for the beginning of this year for us as a church. As Edwina said, we're in a rebuild season. Uh, we've come out of these recent years of, uh, of lockdowns and post-lockdown and and it's been a really challenging time for many individuals, certainly uh, many churches. You know, we, we relate to it, many other pastors and people across different, uh, our own movement and other movements. And it's, it's been a challenging time for churches, it's been a challenging time for Christians because we are meant to be a body. We are meant to meet together. We are meant to support one another. We are meant to pray together. We are meant, uh, we are, it is God's intention that we, we break bread together, we eat together, we have meals together, we, we do these things together, we sit under teaching together, we share our thoughts and our, uh, you know, and our, our discipleship journey with one another. That's, that's the intention. And it's been tricky days uh, for that in recent years. But I love looking at scriptures like this that say, you know, let's think of ways to motivate one another. And I'd love for us to think, to think that because it's not easy. You know, it can be pretty... It can be challenging. It can be like sometimes it can be, yeah, really uh, awkward, challenging. You know, if you're a bit like me and you're an introvert, you're kind of like, oh, so socially awkward. You know, I don't really find it easy to go and talk to people and I don't know what to say and I don't know what people are going to think and et cetera, et cetera. And, and we sort of just can think, oh, it's easier just to hold tightly to God and to look at him rather than looking around me and thinking uh, about ways of motivating one another to acts and good works. And um, I might get, just I'm gonna, I might get you guys to come, um, come up maybe, I might just get you all to come up. So if you know, if you're coming up, come up and stand here for a second and I'll introduce you, thanks. But I, um, I, I, I do genuinely believe, I mean the scripture tells us right there, doesn't it, that we can motivate one another, we can encourage one another and, uh, and to, to consider one another that there is nothing more important on this earth than others, than people. You know, we, we are God's plan for this earth. There is no other plan. There is no, you know, plan B. There's not going to be like a, you know, this is the, the church is, is the plan of God. Messy as it is, you know, flawed as we are, uh, in our ordinariness, and, that, and that's what they were trying to grapple with and work out early, in early, in early, um, you know, in the early church. But they, they made up their mind, okay, let's, let's be devoted and let's gather around these few things and let's kind of work it out as we go along. And we're really up to be honest, we're still working it out as we go along, aren't we, like thousands of years later. And, um, but I think if we can, if we can, consider one another, if we can see one another. You know, the scripture tells us that these three remain faith, hope and love and the greatest is love. And I love as Christians that we can be faith people. Um, I want us to be faith people and we certainly need to be hope people uh, because we, 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 that's part of what we're called to, to be people of hope in our generation. But man, do we need love. We need to be people of love. And, uh, and I think that's when you look at the early church and you look at what was happening there, they were motivated by love and in the messiness, in the challenges, in the, difficult, in the difficulties of, uh, of uh, 
all of the walking, working out and walking out of that. And they did that with partnership with the Holy Spirit. We can't do it on our own. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're, not, we're to be silly in this and not have boundaries. And I'm not telling you all, you know, you need to, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, because some of these things, they were pretty, pretty crazy. They're pretty radical. They're talking about selling possessions and giving him. I'm not, you know, we, we all have to, we have to be led by the Spirit. We have to be people who are led by the Spirit. I'm not talking about, um, you know, we need to be, we need to have boundaries. And we need to be considerate and, uh, and reasonable. You know, it's just not about like thinking, oh, it must be okay to just be like people in the country where I'm from when you turn up at each other's houses at inappropriate times and stay for a very long... You know, like we've got to be considerate of, of one another. But uh, let's find a way. Let's, 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 be, let's encourage one another and motivate one another and find ways and ask God to help us find ways where... Uh, we can be the church that he's called us to be. We can be the people of God, not just this church. I'm just talking about this church, be the church, but be people of God. Yes, be this church that he's called, how he's called us to be, but be the people of God who are one another people. And so I, I just wanted to ask these guys, thank you, I hope you don't feel like weird standing there, and um, to come and, um, and I asked them a... I messaged them this week and asked them couple of questions. I'll tell you what I asked them. Uh, and then they're going to tell us, um, they're going to they're answer these questions. So I just will ask, I just said to them, could you tell us what you like about our church? What it is that you like about this church? And can you think about someone that you might be encouraged by in our church? And, uh, and tell us who that is and why. Because I think it's really good to hear encouragement. It's really good to see that in action. So come on, guys, let's go. Uh, Phil, you go first. Um, thank you for this opportunity. Um, what I love about the church, um, my first word was it gives me a sense of purpose, um, being part of something bigger than just me, um, um, a sense of belonging, um, it gives me the opportunity to contribute to others and seeing others move forward. And that was sort of, um, I'm quite happy to be at home and, yeah, hide. Um, but this gives me a chance to no, actually come and do something, a uh, bigger sense of purpose. I am encouraged by, um, by Lyndon. Um, I didn't know that he was uh, asked to come up, but um, because... I'm encouraged because of his willingness to ensure um, we have the church set up um, for people to be able to come and worship. Um, willingness to step up and um, even when he's really coming really unwell, coming, coming from emergency department to come and help set up was um, amazing. Um, I did tell him to go home, but um, he did try. He did try. So that's my encouragement. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Sonia, come up. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, um, I love our church because you are my home and my people, family. Um, and just like family, it's not perfect. <laughs> But it is the place that I feel safe to walk with other sons and daughters of God. It is the place 
that I believe God has brought me to to learn about him and myself and others in a way that means I continue to grow and mature. It's here in this church that I've felt safe to question God and be angry with him to take a step back when I've needed to yet still be included and loved and cared for. It's here that I've been upheld and uplifted and seen through eyes of love and understanding and some frustration, I'm sure, too. (laughs) My autonomy is respected and I witness the power of people living in relationship with God and inviting me rather than coercing or forcing me. I see in our leadership such hearts that are open to truth and willing to question their own stance on things, but solid in their commitment to and in relationship with Jesus. Um, There are so many people in our church that I'm thankful for. Thank you for making me choose one. Um, But since I have to, I've chosen Emma Rowe, who is almost the same person as Edwina, so you know. Um, uh, You are such a gift to me, Emma. You've loved me through thick and thin. You care for me practically and emotionally. I can be real with you, and have so much fun, but know that you'll challenge me when I need it. And you've got my back, and I don't know where I'd be without you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sonia. So good. Lyndon, come on up and share with us. Thanks, guys. Um, What I love is... Well, we've been here for about 11 years now, I think, Ali and myself, and what I love is what this home is. Like, it's probably a second home to us. Um, Just love attending every week um, through thick and thin. Um, We've had a lot of things happen last 11 years, recent five years, and you guys have been behind us. Like, if I wouldn't turn up every week, I'd feel, I'd feel different if I wasn't here. Um, so that's what I... It just feels love, like... Um, and just love our gatherings, like turning up to the gathering. Um, yeah, like, gathering is probably one of the most favourite things for me, um, our guys in our group. Um, yeah, it's just good to get alongside people every week. Um, yeah, and the, the person that um, encourages me um, is Andrew Macker. Um, even when he might, mightn't be well, he, he'll turn up. Um, he'll turn up and on his roster, like if he's not rostered on, he'll help. Um, yeah, the chats we have, um, like you brighten me up um, each time we chat and like things like that, so yeah, you're a good guy, thank you. Thanks, Lyndon, it's beautiful, thanks so much. Come on, Jimmy, Erin was gonna share too, but she wasn't able to be here today, so you're on your own. She phoned in her one, so she's phoned in, so. Um, Yeah, so. I'll just uh, I'll go through Erin's one first, and then uh, so first up, she said she's loved the sense of community within our church. 
Uh, she loves that we just rally around each other when things are hard and um, when people are going through challenges uh, and loving people that way. Uh, the person that she admires uh, is Meg Sutherland. Um, she said she radiates positivity and joy. Uh, she has one of the hardest jobs and does it with such strength and integrity and intentionally invites Jesus into her world daily and knows the importance of him and who he is. Uh, she also mothers her girls so well and just gives um, everything um, her all uh, and she admires her greatly. So, yeah. uh, For me, first up, uh, I am a people person, so it is definitely always people. Uh, when we first decided to move here, it was... Uh, didn't necessarily know many people here. We'd met the pastors, uh, and that was about it. Uh, and that was enough to sort of confirm what we knew that God was telling us to be here, because uh, if the leaders are showing that, then obviously uh, there is that culture there within the church. And then being here, and uh, even though there's been transition of people over our short time, um, or my short time, Aaron's here a lot longer than I have been, uh, it's like the people are the people that uh, is the reason why that I love being here. Um, no matter... and. Same with every church you're in. There are people so many different backgrounds and uh, so many different uh, ways of life they come from and the way that they even just approach life is a very different thing. And, but I love that, is that some of my closest friends wouldn't be my closest friends. I would never have met them in life if it wasn't through church. So, um, and I think that just shows the importance of church is you just meet so many people that will bring so many things to your life. Uh, and you would never have met them if it wasn't for um, for being a part of a church family. Uh, and the person, shout out, now I had two floating around in my head, and uh, and I was just going to sort of see what happened, and luckily um, one of them got said, so that makes it easy. Um, so and I was going to shout out uh, Jason, who was on tonight, and I didn't even realise. Uh, so Jason, a lot of you probably don't even know, have really even met, had the opportunity to meet Jason. Uh, he's very stealthy. Uh, he likes to slide in. Uh, and then as soon as the service finishes, uh, he has got some uh, duties that he attends to after the service. So he normally sneaks out pretty quick, uh, just sort of, you know, quick high and that sort of thing. He's out. But uh, he's uh, been lucky enough to be uh, part of our gathering and been able to attend a few around his uh, busy work schedule as well. Um, but just the fact that he felt the call to come back to church, found himself here, um, planned himself here, uh, turned up, uh, even and just did it, did it his way, knowing that, this is where uh, he was meant to be uh, and was a part of that. And then, you know, joined into a gathering and attended when he could uh, and was keen to be there. Uh, had some good conversations around life and stuff like that there as well. Uh, but then also was just approached, you know, to serve. And, uh, and yeah, even though that probably uh, Christian worship isn't a music style that's, you know, originally, you know, been part of your repertoire for a long time, uh, you've embraced that and then and brought yourself to that. Uh, you've got God-given talents, and you've, uh, and you've brought that to on the stage as well. So, um, yeah, just want to shout out Jason for that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, guys. You know, we could, we could do that. Every one of us could do that. We could all think of someone, and we could all shout out to each other, and it would be, it'd be so cool. I love that. We could be, I could listen to that all day, just people saying who they see and who they're encouraged by and I love it so as that scripture in uh, in Hebrews said let's think about the let us not like lettuce as in lettuce that's going up in price but let us <laughs> let us maybe we could that could be our prayer 
let us be, Lord, let us be who you've called us to be. Let us be a people who are devoted to one another. Let us be people who see one another. Let us be people who consider the needs of others. Let us, let's, let's, be a, let's, let's think about that. Let's think about us. Because I know that the Christian life, it's, it is, there's a lot of it we have to navigate ourselves. We have to walk out. And we, we do have to do some things with God that no one else can do for us. Sometimes we have to be, we have to get our own faith boots on and kind of do that. And get stronger put our own armour on. But other times we need someone to come and help us with that. We need to help other people. And let us not just be the church that is a church after God's own heart here as we are, but let us be open to so many more men and women and children and others who are going to come. And let us be open to that. Let us never just be a closed family. That's the, diff- that's the thing. This is the cool thing about the church family is we're not like a closed circle. We always want to be, hey, come on in, come on in. Come and be part of us. Come and, come and you know, uh, come and join us even if we don't look the same, sound the same. Even if we think on the surface we don't have much in common. The church family, the diversity... All of that diversity can, can, be, um, can be enriched and that's good for us. So let's just not look around at the same people and hang with the same people. Let's keep being challenged. Let us have God's heart. Let us see and let us consider that well, faith, hope and love are all really cool. Let's be people of love. That's what this world needs and we're the bringers of love to this generation. Like I said, there is no other plan. There is no other thing that God's going to do to bring what is needed on this earth, but, but us, we're the bringers of what he's called us to bring. So we're going to have communion together now and then we're going to be finished. Team's going to, worship team's going to come back. Is it okay if we get the communion handed out? Someone organise that. Thanks, guys. I'll allow you the awkward moment of opening your communion. We'll all do that together. And uh, in Luke, in, in the Luke's version of, um, of the end of Jesus' life, it says in Luke 22, verse 14, that when the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table. And they were having this last meal together, this Passover meal together. And Jesus said to them, I've been really eager to eat this meal with you before my suffering begins. See, they didn't really understand what was going to happen, what it was going to look like. And, but Jesus knew that suffering was going to begin for him. It was going to be really agonising because he was going to go to the cross. But he was going to be denied and he was going to be betrayed. He was going to be betrayed and he was going to be denied and he was, a whole lot of really awful things were going to happen. And he, he knew that there was some of that was ahead. And it was precious for him to be surrounded by people at this dinner and to have this meal with them. And his words are, I've been so eager to have this meal with you. And he even says, you know, because suffering's going to begin. My suffering's going to begin. 
he, he knew they didn't fully understand that, but there was, uh, that speaks to me of, I kind of need you to be around me right now before I, before I can go ahead, before I can move forward, because some tough things are ahead. And then he speaks to them about taking the cup and giving thanks and, um, and taking the bread and, and, that, and that's what we're going to do in a moment. But I just wanted us to think about that little that little bit there again, along uh, in this theme of devotion of, of that Jesus needed. You know, we can think of communion as a very us and God thing, but he's he's saying here, you know, I wanted to have this meal with you. This is something we can do together. This is a an us. This is a we thing. This is an us thing. Because what we what what it brings is it brings um, it brings something that is nourishing, not just by the Spirit, but it brings something that is nourishing uh, and encouraging to us to be able to then go out and face the things that we need to face. And Jesus also, you know, when he was a, a further later on this night, when he's in Gethsemane, he, he says that as well. He says, can you just be with me? Can you stay with me? Jesus needed people. See, he was God, but he still needed others. And he still said, come on, can you come and stay with me? Can you be with me in my hour in my hour of need? So I just wanted us to think of that as we give thanks, as we take the bread and the cup together. I'm just gonna put my microphone down, we're gonna do that together. As we give thanks and then we sing this beautiful song, the blessing, we're gonna let's think. Let's be thankful to Jesus for what he did, that he did uh, go to the cross for us, he suffered for us that we might have what we have. But let's think about his heart and that it was so important for him, you know, to have that meal with his support people, with his family. Let's think about one another. Let's think about and and be thankful in our hearts in this moment for one another. And then we're going to sing this song. And I want us to sing that over ourselves, but over one another as well. And let's think about blessing being over each other and each other's homes and families and world's life. So let's eat and drink together. Thanks for listening to this week's message from our church. We pray that you feel empowered by what you've heard today. We hope that you can stay connected by following us online. You can find us at C3 Camden on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Or visit our website at www.c3camden.church. Always will be